the Life After High School podcast. Pat, brother, welcome to the show, man. Welcome, man. This Thank you awesome. so much, man. Yeah, man. How long have you been growing that mustache for? Like, that's a, that's a man's mustache, dude. How long? So, I cut it off, I think, early January, because I, I did November, mm-hmm. and it was getting, like, to a point I was so long, I was, like, yeah. having, like, cheese leftovers in it, oh, and I'm like, no. and then the, my fiancé was just like, Pat, you gotta cut it off. Like, sweetie, got to go. It's got to go. If not, you gotta Ooh. sleep on the bed, uh, on the on the couch, or the yeah. bed bedroom, and I was like, okay. Yeah, so for that reason, you're like... <laughs> cut it out, and then grow it back. Yeah, that was always the plan. Oh, man, I think a mustache is the key. Yeah, like, dude, I, that's the part I'm missing. <laughs> no, it's just like, I got it all filled out. It's just, nope. No. no. I think it's just funny, man. For, yeah. like, such a long period of time, like, mustache, we're just like, no, nah, mustache are gross. And then now yeah. I'm able to grow, like, a decent mustache, and I'm like, oh. You're bringing this, it back, yeah. Oh, I'm bringing it back. Yeah? Dude. yeah? <laughs> decent. Decent, dude. So, how do we get here, man? Tell uh, tell me and everyone listening and watching, who I appreciate, by the way, because uh, this is a uh, first in-person podcast of 2021 so this is huge i'm excited um how'd you kind of get here from uh your transition after high school like what was that like yeah like the process of it oh man <laughs> it was one hell of a process yeah. oh dude from like high school like I, I graduated high school and i was like such an immature kid in what way oh all the ways all the ways <clears throat> and i'm still very immature yeah. in, the sec- like, in the sense of like farts make me, fart, <laughs> make me laugh but <laughs> Dude, I get it. I get it. I think it's the funniest thing. Um, so I graduated high school and playing very competitive volleyball, and then I was just like, "Oh, the dream is university ball, and then probably prof- uh, professional." Yeah. But then, like, I realized like school was kind of very important, which was like a thing I didn't really concentrate in high school. Yeah. I was just going to school just to play ball just and play ball, whatever you need to do. Yeah. To get to the core. C gets you, C's give you degrees or whatever, D, whatever that saying is. And then, so I went to college and then I was just like, oh, this is fun, but I want to play bigger volleyball. Mm-hmm. So I went to like a, a one year class at La Cité, then shift to like CJEP in Quebec, mm-hmm. in Gatineau. So I'm from the Ottawa region. Right. And did a semester there. And I was like, came up, watched myself in the mirror, I'm like, Pat, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like, yeah, you're an okay volleyball player, but, like, this is not going to pay the bills. Right. So. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Sad. Darn it. Darn it, right? <laughs> um, and then, so, basically dropped out, took a year off, and then my mm-hmm. sister got recruited to play volleyball here. Oh, nice. And, yeah, and then I was just like, you know what, probably it's a good time for me to get out of the house. Yeah from mom and dad and like figure life on my own yeah. which gave me pretty much big perspective on like what person or what things I wanted to do mm-hmm. so and I came here and graduated from health and fitness promo yeah. at Boreal nice. then went a year at back home when I graduated worked as a physio assistant and now basically uh, went back to school again for like an intensive like year and a half program in massage therapy Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, cool, massage therapy is the way to do now. So right now, like, it's it was like a lot of, like, learning experiences along the way. Yeah, what was one you thought, uh, with that being said, what was one that stood out to you that made you choose massage therapy? Because in what you said, it kind of seemed like that was something that just came to the front of your feet, and you're like, yeah, let's try it out, and it seemed to work out, yeah. right? So it came to, like, when I gra- like when I dropped out, it was just like, 
okay, pet, you got to get the fuck out of the home. Mm-hmm. Like, figure it out by yourself. Like, right. mom and dad are great, but, like, you got to figure out by yourself. Mm-hmm. And so when I went out, came back home, I was working as a physio assistant, which was great. Great money, right. st- stable job. But I was just like, I knew how much the physios were making and the massage therapists were making. And I'm like, I'm here making, like, not enough. Not enough. Not enough. <laughs> and then it came to my, yeah. me, like, oh, I, I, I was already a personal trainer at the commercial gym. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, how much? And, like, in the community I was in, I was not very good at marketing myself. Okay, in what way? And in the way of, like, oh, come see me. I'll help you lose weight. Ah, uh, yeah. That type of thing. Yeah, it's tricky. So I was like, yeah. massage therapy... Physiotherapy, they have insurance and benefits, like, uh, benefits money. I'm like, oh, this could be a good thing. Cool, yeah. And then I was like, physio would be really cool, but then six years of education. After the few you've already done? Yeah, after the few I've already done, I'm like, ah, no, no thanks. Yeah. And that's not going to happen. And I'm not a smart kid. Like, let's just say, like, I got a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I graduated college, and I was like, okay, we're good here. Like, that's it. That's if it. I don't need to do any more than this, I'm good. Yeah, and... It was basically massage therapy or physio, and I'm like, a year and a half program, Yeah, I'm in. So I took nice. that, like, and it was in a community, like a private college. Oh, cool. So it was a year and a half intensive. Where is, like, where was it? Uh, it's like an, inter- it's called the uh, International Academy of Applied Sciences. Oh, cool. In, okay. in Nepean. I don't know if you... So I lived on, uh, I lived on Woodfield. So oh. on Woodruff. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, fa- fairly close to there. It's like on no uh, nice. The other for four years. So yes, I do know exactly where Nepean is. Yeah, uh, and close to that McDonald's where I went way too often. Oh, dude, I have a great uh, for your show or another show. Yeah, you, you have to come on my on the double daddy podcast. I'm in. Okay, I'm sure. Appreciate that. And so, yeah, where was I with that story? Yeah, the switch was just like mm-hmm. I need to make more money. Yeah, and I was just like, personal training is good, physiotherapist is good, yeah. assistant physiotherapist is good, but. How can I get to make more money the fastest I can? Right. And like try to live on my own terms, so. Yeah, which is huge for the growth and development of somebody. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, that's weird. Because there's a lot of, a lot of resentment, because I found myself in this situation as well. Once I finished my school, I was like, people are like, oh, you can do two years now instead of four at Ryerson for a building science degree. And I was like, no, I'm good. Right? I'm like, good. So, like, that's a, that's a big thing, right? Like, you finish, you push yourself for, like, a university degree, yeah. whatever program you're in, you go balls to the wall for that program. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I'm going to get that best grade possible. Whatever you're mm-hmm. there for partying on the weekends or showing up on exam day and yeah. making that 70, you're still there <laughs> to giving your, your all. Yeah. And after you're done that and working so hard for this, you're like, it's over. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to focus on bigger projects. Right. And, like, for us, I think, like, we're we're surrounded by really cool people that did really cool shit. Yeah. So, it's like, do I need a master's degree? It is weird. Yeah, it's almost intimidating. And I don't know if you found this with your programs that you've been in, but I have a lot of people who, when I was doing it, I was, like, fresh out of high school, right? So, I was young. But there was a lot of people who were older. Like, not just four or five, but, like, they were, like, 30s. Like, mid-30s, early 40s, and they're doing it again, or they're doing it to increase education or increase the salary if they come mm-hmm. and take this program. I don't know if you found that a lot, but that was, it's yeah. intimidating. Yeah, so like when I gra- graduated high school, went to co- La Cité, mm-hmm. it was like a lot of fresh people out of the school. Really? Then I went, like out of, out of high school, Yeah. went to Sejap, 
same thing. And the Quebec system, yeah. education system is pretty good. Because yeah. before you go to, like, university, you do, like, two years in, like, CEGEP, which is, like, equivalent of, like, grade 12, 13, and, like, your oh. first year of college. Why do they do that? I have no clue. No? What's it like? It's, like, think of a college environment. Yeah. But, like, with kids of, like, 19 to 21 years old. Right, with high school level courses, or is it... Uh, like, a semi, like, semi high school, mid, like, like lower... Transitional. Yeah. Is it, like, a lot of general courses that you can pick to kind of... A lot of general, but you also have, like, specialty programs, like, trade schools, nursing. Oh, cool. Okay. So, instead of, like, going straight from, like, high school to university... Yeah. ...which a bigger transition, like, I'm sure for you... I never went to university. Don't plan to go to university. No, me neither. And I was just, like... I would, I, I, like, with the trouble I had, tr like, transitioning from high school to yeah. college, I think the system in Quebec is easier to transition from. Really? Yeah, because you go high school, college, like, you're obligated to do college. You're obligated, it's not, you're like, hey, yeah. when you finish, you're not done. You're just done at this building. Yeah, you're done at this building, you go to Sage. Wow. Which is intense, right? Like, but a lot of, like, uh, some of the apps, I have Jeez. one athlete I'm coaching right now. Yeah who did this transition, a couple of them did it, and they're like a lot mature, more mature going into the next phase of their life. In what way? Like they're more aware? Yeah. Ah, uh, that would make sense. I'm like, oh, I'd probably be more aware of what my interests are. Yeah, because ah, like, you, you have no choice of doing two years, either in like, gen like yeah. social sciences okay. or like legit sciences. Ah. Uh, so that way, you're, okay, okay, what's your general interest? Like yeah. science, physics, chemistry, or like, politics, philosophy. Ah, and they kind of look like what, because I'm trying to inter like understand this as best as possible. So, is it, you you have kind of like a stream that you go down to figure out, to almost narrow in and zone into what your potential could be for what you want to study? Yeah, is that yeah, like exactly. So, like, okay. think, so if you want to be like a gym teacher, yeah. but you graduate high school, you're like, ah, uh, I would like to be a gym teacher. Yeah. You go, you would take like, Real sciences, okay, yeah. like Scientology, yeah, um, courses, and like, oh, is actually being a gym teacher what I want to be? Ah, uh, you get like a heads up without and spending like the forty thousand. Yeah, is it that expensive? Like, not for like, it's cheaper in Quebec, yeah, compared to Ontario. In Ontario, but for that like two year in between, it's college. super cheap. Yeah, super. That's cheap. sick. That's genius, man. I never knew that. So imagine what? like it's it's hmm. the equivalent of like. Remember, like, I think, I don't know if your parents did that, but, like, grade 13 or victory laps? Hell no. Hell no. Okay, so, like... No, they did, my two older brothers did one, but I was, like, uh, it was a little, like, no. And then I got accepted to a cool program out of the city, so I was, like, sayonara. Yeah, that's it. So, thing of, like, people that do victory laps yeah. or tend to be more aware of what they want to do and, like, how to figure their life out. Everybody after. who said they do that. That's exactly what it is. So, like, yeah. for me, if I would have, like, and I was on the verge of doing a victory lap, if I would have done a victory lap, I think I would have, like, been in a better spot of being more aware of what I wanted to be. Really? Instead of, like, spending 15,000, 15, 15 grand on, like, a college program that was yeah. just very general. Rest in peace to your wallet. Oh, man. Oh, man. Thank you, OSAP. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dude. And then, like, yeah. but... I'm kind of glad I did this cho those choices because now I did not only the public, like bigger school programs, right. but I also did a private program. 
So now, like, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, I get it. So, like, let's say now, like, uh, fast forward that in like probably eighteen years when I got, when I have kids, I'm like, yeah. yo, what's better? A year and a, invest a year and a half in yourself to complete a program, whatever program you want to do, mm-hmm. or spend four years of your life, summers off, yeah, and then you start work. <laughs> later and you're like oh this is not really what i want to do you got to put another four years yeah and it's a tricky spot for sure because there's i remember that similar situation but when you're in that position and you it looks good on paper what you're doing right very good to your parents and it's your what your parents it's not so much what you're trying to prove to them it's what they're holding you accountable for them trying to prove to their friends it's like, my son's studying this, my son did this, my son did that. <laughs> Pump the brakes. Are they enjoying themselves? Like, I've had jobs where I'm doing it and I'm making more money, I'm feeling happier, I'm learning more, I'm enjoying waking up every day, I'm working longer, I'm like, oh, this is great, this is great, you know, I'm learning. And it's not directly what I studied in school. So, it's like, when are you going to start going back to this or when are you going to, I'm like, there's no going back. It's a, I did that, I understand and I learned, but that's, that's a five year trial run to find out that it wasn't for you, right? Let's say a year in that position you don't like in the four you mentioned with studying, that's five years of going through something you don't like just for other people. Yeah. It's weird. And like, I don't know for you, but for me, it was always super scary being in the health and fitness field because it's, it's my passion. Right. So, like, I try to, like, get a job mm-hmm. or a normal job to be able to, like, still do my the thing I loved. Ah, okay. So, like, yeah. I, I was pushing away my passion just to do, like, something, fun, like, that was going to pay the bills. Yeah. Instead of, like, yeah. my job paying the bills. Like, so, like, what I love. Financially actually sustain your hobbies yeah. or your passion projects. I say. And that's weird, right? Like It is. It's yeah. like, oh, I need to get, and that goes back to what you just said. It's yeah. like, it's looking good on paper. Yeah. It's not like else. subjectively better for yourself. No. Interesting. No, it's not. It definitely is something that's I think tricky. I'd love to get into like why that is the issue. Cuz I see that more nowadays and I see and I think the problem is with the internet now people have this way of thinking that's oh well, there's a lot of resources and people there say, "Oh, this isn't a good thing. College isn't rat race, nine to five, I'm like, first of all, I, most days I start at nine and I end at five. Most days I start before and end after, but I love my job, but it's different because I created that job for myself. Yeah. Right. It's, I aligned myself with certain people. I took initiative to learn things and grow. I progressed in ways that I I was proud of. I didn't, I was never attached to a job, and I think that's huge, because I think the term 9 to 5 is iffy, because there are days where I start at 9, end at 5, and I could not be happier. I'm smiling all day, I love my boss, love the people I work with, no issues. I make good money and I leave. But then, there are days where people are like, oh, rat rat, I'm like, I think the rat race term, where it's we're all just spinning in a wheel until we find what we do, and then go after hours to yeah. learn it, right? It's like, not really. If you enjoy it, like I'd still be doing what I'm doing. I enjoy learning about what I'm doing. This is something I don't, I think, somebody asked me the other, uh, actually like, do you ever get these weird, 
DMs, or not weird DMs, but you ever get messages on Instagram for say that people ask you something or they just they're they they're like, Hey, I noticed you follow this guy and then they just you just start a conversation. Is that yeah. ever happening to you? Well that's another thing, like you said you just cre- I think like just to complete that idea of like rat race, I think mm-hmm. rat race, the term there, I think it's just used for people that don't know what they want to do. Interesting. So, cause like, yeah, people gotta take it. Like for myself, like I was going in a job just to like sustain my hobbies. If I could work nine to five or eight to four, and then go play ball, train whatever I want after, yeah, it's my time. Right. Right. That makes sense. But yeah. the the term rat race, I like I've read Rich Dad Poor Dad. Twice, yeah. And I'm so like, have I, yeah. I'm like, okay, cool, rat race. I get that the nine to five, but like. When you start, it's like nine to nine, eight to eight. Yeah, it's there's no there's no stop on the clock. Blood from your ears. <laughs> you hate it. You can never learn fast enough. But those weird DMs, it's yeah. it's fun because like people are trying to figure it out. Yeah. So like, oh, I, I like for me, someone mess, send me your podcast. Oh, nice. And cool. then I, I was like, cool. I thought it was super dope. But it's like because I like me, my buddy Pat and I, we have yeah. a podcast in town, and we're like. Fuck, this is cool. There's another podcast. Yeah, I love it. It's sick. I love finding that out. We, and I'm like, fuck, I'm going to listen to that show. Mm. If he has a podcast in town. That was my thought, too. That was my exact thought. Why not, like, uh, what's the quote? Like, the the, the tide rise all ships or whatever? Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know. But Something like that. I know know what you're talking about, though. And I'm just like, because, like, you, you, for me, when Pat and I started the podcast, we basically just like there's life on the rocks. Yeah, and I'm like, this is a cute little, cute little, very interesting podcast of like, fifteen to forty five minutes, TV show, right? Yeah, which I think the which TV show cool. idea of doing it that way. I think you're right. It is cool. Potential is not as great. And and like, but that could just be me. That could just be my opinion. Yeah, and but it's nice to see like now like a lot of like independent people just like. You know what? I just want to talk on the internet, and then try to meet as many people as we did. That's it. That's right? all it really is. Because yeah. like we were talking before we put the camera on, like, yeah. the amount of cool people we've met just it's talk. weird. It's like, awesome. Yeah. It's fucked up, man. <laughs> it's really messed up. It's really messed up. I don't. <laughs> like, I don't understand. Like you've met understand. so many cool people yeah. in, in your show, and like I'm the 55th episode. Yeah. Number 55. Sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. But like the amount of yeah. cool people, not only in town that you met and connected with. Or like around the province and around the country, yeah. you're just saying like, "What the fuck am I doing?" Yeah, here? what am, <laughs> what is my role in this, dude? Like, do I just bring all of it together? There's something that I want to do eventually, and it's kind of it's like my buddy mentioned it a while ago. My buddy Josh, who was way on earlier, he's like he's a really cool guy, teacher, everything. He's it was something along the lines of like creating this resource website or portal, like app portal, where you can go and you like reach out to people in the networks and like, oh, I want to study business. Well, these are the business people I've had on. This is how you could reach them. These are frequently asked questions they get. So you're not just reaching out to you to wait, like wasting your time if you've already answered it 50 times. So yeah. you've answered a couple and you're like FAQ, blah, 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 blah. And then they're like FAQ, oh, okay, perfect. They don't have to like email you or anything. Yeah. So, but I think it's, like that. it's cool creating that resource, right? It is sweet. It is sweet. Did you... um and we'll get more into the podcast later, but I'm wondering, when it came to, um, like, you teach as well, right, at Boreal? Yeah. How'd that come to fruition? Because you, you, for somebody who says, you don't, like, you didn't like school too much, it was kind of something you're 
not avoiding, but you're like, when I'm done this, I'm done this. 100% avoiding. Yeah. That's the yeah? Oh, yeah? Okay, I was sure. I, I, I'll funny. tell you a story right now. Okay, far away. 18 year, my 18, uh, so graduating year, so grade 12, I was playing with the Mavericks in Ottawa. Nice. We have a coach, yeah. have nice. a coach meeting, yeah. player meeting, and like, so Pat, what are you doing next year? What? There's something after this? Hold on. You want me to go somewhere else? <laughs> what? So, how's school, Pat? Well, it's an option. <laughs> my grade 12, my grade 12 year, and it's funny because now I'm a teacher yeah. and I'm like a program, and I'm like, how how it's not correlated, right? Yeah. So, so right now my role as a teacher is just like how to create valuable information for the kids. Smart. Because yeah. as a kid who didn't like school, I just yeah. wanted to know what's going to serve me for the future for the job. Right. So like, per se, if I were to learn how to do a proper budget or. Yeah proper taxes, like my taxes properly in school, I would have been probably more interested because it's something I could apply every year or yeah, every day. It's relevant for sure. But like in school, like learning about Pythagoras triangle and I'm like, what? Yeah. This is math? Like this is one of my life. <laughs> this is math. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gravity? Is it, what? What? What but, are Newtons? Yeah. It, so like right now, like as a teacher, I'm teaching in health and fitness promo mm -hmm. and I'm teaching a like skill acquisition coaching class and oh, a, cool so it's really really cool and a sports psychology class yeah so i'm like it's just like okay at the end of the day those two courses i'm teaching go hand in hand because you got to teach someone how to do a skill but how do you communicate that information to someone interesting yeah and since i've been like as a massage therapist personal trainer whatever i'm doing right now <laughs> It, my job is making sure I communicate proper information. Ah, so, I see. That's important. Wow. So my, like, since yeah. I started doing the podcast on my end, I'm like, I'm such a better communicator. Yeah. Yeah. Because, and like, and I dropped like a lot of F-bombs. I already dropped like four already and I've counted them. And <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, I think tens are a limit. Yeah. Okay, okay cool. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, we're not on a network. I'm going to give a crap. If I was on East Link, I couldn't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Think of that. Back to the, on the rocks. I'm like, nah, I couldn't do this on a TV show. I couldn't do this. I have a TV show. <laughs> couldn't drop bombs. And That's too funny. So, and that was one way, like, I'm trying to, like, abort as many real authentic uh, like, conversation with a student. Right. I could teach them about all the theory about how you acquire a skill or, like, how the, the psychology works. Mm -hmm. But is that relevant for the kid? Like, the kid just needs to, like, what to do uh, when that problem happens. Right, so you're trying to figure out from his perspective. Like, you put yourself in his shoes. Yeah. Or her shoes or their shoes, whatever. You put your shoe, shoes of the student. Yeah. And you're like, all right, how would they best benefit mm -hmm. from my communication kind of thing? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. And so like the, the clients I'm, uh, not the clients, the, teach, the, the student I'm teaching, going back to this, it's like they're having, like right now there's, I'm teaching them on Zoom. Right. It's not most ideal. Like you've, no. you've I've seen the podcast you've done, it's like amazing work for a podcast Thanks, on Zoom. Brother. Appreciate it. And you look at it and it's annoying. It, yeah, it is, right? It it's is. like not ideal. You're like, okay, cool. This is a no, great alternative. Way better. 
this way. Interaction. Feed yeah. off the energy a bit more. Exactly, yeah. And, because you're not in, like, in your room alone talking to Yeah, and, like, the basement communication. Dude, oh, man. Yeah, it's bad. So, back to those students, they have clients throughout their, their final semester to, to work out with. Oh, cool. So, like, I'm in, they have, like, a personal training course. They, like, keep working with, like, employees of the college mm -hmm. and try to, like, get them to train. Interesting. But as of right now, like... Do you want it like in the first the lockdown we just had? Did you want to train? <laughs> it's in your basement or like yeah, move no. the kitchen table. If it's through Zoom and it's I have to clear space to work out, no. So no, it's kind of it's annoying. Yeah. So for the kids, the big thing was just like you just need to be a support system for them. Right. Like they're already unmotivated. Just try to find a way to create motivation through those clients. Right. Interesting. Because I think it, it needs the, the information needs to be reliable too. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Because, like, for me, being, a, like, a bad student in high school, yeah, I was just like, I'm not captivated by this. This is not interesting to me. Right, so being able to communicate how to spark that interest is yeah. huge. Yeah. But, like, one of the, the first thing I was doing in that class, since it's more theory, theoretical-based, yeah. I'm like, what do you guys want to learn? Huh. Nice. So that way I could, like, channel the course. Even though I have the plan and the outline of the course, mm -hmm. I could take time aside to like talk about something okay cool so for another example two weeks ago me and the students i had were out of it we're like no we don't want to be here Just forget it eh so like okay cool like let's talk about something else what you've been binging on netflix nice that was a conversation for two hours cobra guy yeah oh yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what i mean <laughs> that's what i mean and that's and, awesome. and then we 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 segue into like what's the psychology of like yeah uh, Mr. Miyagi, like, yeah. and then we like apply the concept we've been learning throughout that conversation. Interesting. Just find a way to tie it back to what you're learning. Yeah, I think that. Cool. So I think for me, it's like a big port, big portion mm -hmm. of it. It's like if I cannot, if I cannot apply something to something else, or find a way to like have a lateral thought from point A to point B, mm -hmm. and go from like a different direction. Yeah. Like it's not worth it to me. Right. Like, you want to be able to, like, apply different systems or th yeah. thoughts to different ideas. To one idea, I should say. Right. That makes sense. Was there, when you talk about how students would motivate their uh, their clients or, I guess, like, the professionals in the school, how would you, how would they go about, like, what was one tactic or tactics or, or technique that stood out to you that they would use to motivate their students? So we, we haven't digged into that deep yet. Okay. But like one thing was just like creating accountability. Ah, messaging them. I like messaging that. Them. Like, hey, I like that already. Yeah. And like for me, I'm already, I'm having an online coach. Someone that trains me online. Yeah. Sends me programming and he's like, hey, if you don't want to train today, that's fine. Mm -hmm. So like not only creating accountability with the client. Yeah. But also giving them a break of like, hey, it's okay to feel like shit. Yeah, that's a good point. Because... It's reality. It's reality, right? At the end of the day, so, yeah. Yeah, we all want we all want to push PRs and like have a better like better yeah, that's a the goal, better total, yeah. better lift, better picture to post on Instagram. But at the end of the day, like if you cannot be happy within with yourself, how can you be objective? Huh. That makes sense. So like a lot of the students and them was and they're using that method a lot. It's like yeah. try to find subjective measures to dial in the objective measures. 
Smart. So, so like how you feel basically. So how do you feel? It's gonna build how much you want. Hmm. That makes sense. Instead of like having, okay, I need to sleep, make eight thousand steps plus. Yeah. If you don't feel like making eight thousand steps today, don't. It's okay. Oh, so accountability, eh? Eight thousand steps. You don't have to do it. Huh. That's a good one, though. I think that's. I think just as said, not much into it already, but that sounds like a very good, simple, but a f extremely effective is making people feel accountable for like their goals. Like at the end of the day, that's why they're doing it, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that's super important, dude. That's really cool. Interesting. I never would have like thought. Now what I'm wondering actually is how'd you get the teaching job? Like how does that happen? Oh, so that like fly forward or? <laughs> oh man, that's like hell no, <laughs> bro. Not even close. So uh, when I was in college, and through that health and fitness promo program, yeah, I was doing a lot of like um, marketing contracts with them and like recruitment go traveling while I was in school. Oh, cool. And then what, during the summer, I did pretty yeah. much a lot of gigs around the city. Yeah. To talk about the college, then I messaged the coordinator. I'm like, hey, I'm coming back to Sudbury to live. If you have any teaching opportunity, I'd be down. Yeah, for it. And, but if you don't, that's totally fine. If I could help you in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, just like, this is something that I could do. It's mm -hmm. sick. And, because at that point, when I came back to Sudbury, I was not a massage therapist yet. I just graduated school. Mm -hmm. I was studying for my board exam. So I'm like, yeah. money is very uncertain right now. <laughs> but, and then, like, throughout the summer, she's like, hey, do you want a job? We've got an opening. Let's go. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. sign me up. Where do I sign? <laughs> nice. Nice. Perfect. And, like, that that was a big transition now to, like, where I am. Mm -hmm. So. That's cool, man. That's really cool. Now, with motivation being something that I can imagine is huge, because you're working, you work out, it seems like, every single day. And you're not doing like toe touches and push-ups. You're doing like heavy lifts, dude. Like here's the, here's the thing. Check this out. I get like muscle fatigue from watching you do your lifts. That's not a joke. That's serious. I'm watching. And I'm like, why are my hamstrings sore? Oh yeah, because I'm watching Pat do a power clean of over. Which you're like, what you have the like? What was it like? Three hundred and eighty pounds or something? It's like you're. Max or something like that? Oh, probably. Some absurd number? Because you mentioned it on your show. And I was like, it was like, what was it? Yeah, I wrote it down. It was um, 385 pound clean and jerk. Yes. And then right after, I think you talk about longevity, <laughs> which I think is the most hilarious, like, contradictory thing. You're like, yeah, yeah, I think the longevity. And I was like, this is amazing. So what, like, how do you... Because you're saying you're talking about keeping like accountability and everything, and that the coach who coaches you said, "Man, if you didn't feel like crap, you don't like don't train." What do you use to motivate yourself or to stay disciplined? I should say. All right, man. I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm like <laughs> so. Right. <laughs> so I close my phone, but yeah. just don't get disturbed. But on my phone, I got like my goals on my nice. screen. You write them out and yeah, everything. Perfect. Like, That's, yeah, same. I think everyone in the lockdown last year this yeah. time listened to the, the Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins or whatever. Yeah. So that accountability mirror. So I got my goals on my whiteboard at the office. Nice. 
in my apartment, in the in the garage gym, at the office, on my phone. Everywhere. I'll show you. I'll show you in a couple. It's always coming up. Yeah, perfect. So like, curious how you have this laid out. Yeah. Nice. So basically, they're here. Oh, jeez, eh? Do you just find like a uh, oh yeah text art and you just yeah text art text That's art sick, dude. fun That's as sick. something I wanted. That's sick. I even got it on my watch too. Oh geez, so it's no going away. It's Every not time you going check away. the time yeah. or check a text. So like and ah, interesting. Smart. And I don't like that's probably gonna sound very, very arrogant and cocky. No. But to where I wanna be, it's just like this is what I gotta do. Yeah, I wouldn't say that's because like arrogant or cocky though, I think that's like you have every right to be selfish for your goals. Dude. Yeah, it's your. It's just weird to be what like, you want, right? So to be selfish towards something, right? Like I'm like I sacrificed a lot in the last year of like yeah, this is what I do. I got to do this, and mm -hmm. it's not gonna happen by me getting sloshed on a Friday night. You know what I mean? And then no, it's a good point. No. So so now that I see this, I'm like okay, I got to go to bed now. Right. I see my goal, I see the time, I'm like, okay, it's 9.30, 10, I gotta go to bed. So is that how you make, does that, do you refer to those goals for every small decision? Or oh, just like major ones, like everything like, um, do I skip breakfast, do I grab this coffee, do I do this 100%. show? Yeah? 100%. So like, so we got, I got coffee at McDonald's on my way yeah. here, okay? So like, I could easily take four junior chickens, four McDoubles, and let's party. Yeah, and it's not gonna make a dent, eh? You're uh, just like, oh man, gone. Food. I'm grabbing food? Yeah. Fuel. That's crazy. But if I wanna be able to train later tonight and push 400 pounds on a back squat, it's not gonna be that. Okay, nope. cool. I was at McDonald's, I bought myself, I didn't eat today yet. So I had breakfast, but I haven't ate since. I haven't had lunch. Oh, geez, yeah. So I'm like, okay, I could still cheat, but what's the best thing on the menu? I'm like, I took a mech wrap. That's real chicken. Right, yeah. I took the best option. Yeah. Instead yeah, of like, that's not bad. Yeah, right? It's yeah. like, it's not about being perfect all the time. It's just like, can you make an aware decision to make sure you're going through your, yeah. your goals? Because like, I could easily skip lunch, just have coffee, energy drink, couple scoop of C4 in my shake before yeah. training, and then I'd be a rocket ship. But, I still like, yeah. Yeah. that's not a good habit to like, like you, you gotta keep that like yeah. that palm juice for D Day when you're going like on the platform. One hundred percent, yes. That palm juice for D Day, that's incredible. Oh, man. So, so back that's to awesome. the accountable, like, mm -hmm. like, uh, and then it's it's skyrocketed even more. Yeah. Since I made the top twenty-five list of the Commonwealth. Congrats, brother. That's so huge, like, yeah. it's huge, right? It's like, yeah. oh shit! Like what I've been doing and lifting bars, working and meeting cool people. It's working, so let's double down on those efforts. That's smart. It's not this like, oh, I've made it. Let's revert back to things that didn't get yeah. me here. No, it doesn't work like that. So, so last year, this time, um, I competed in Toronto mm -hmm. for a competition, and that's the same competition that qualified me for the top twenty-five list. Jeez, you yeah. look at it from a superficial level, mm -hmm. it's it's like, oh, it's very cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. It's pretty sick. It's like a good thing sick. to put on the board and be like, yeah. oh, kids, look, dad did something. <laughs> That's sweet, though. Yeah, it is. And um, so now, like, I'm, I'm looking at it, I'm like, to a deeper level, and I've lost 40 pounds, yeah. I'm in a different weight class now, I would be at the same stage I would be, so I'm like, okay, let's push the numbers even more. Because mm -hmm. the class I was in, it's like the 109 plus, Yeah. so anything over 240, 
But I was like, when I did that competition, I was 265. Jeez, yeah. So I lost... I, I, 265, 270, ballpark, whatever. And I lost those pounds, competed, and qualified again for provincials in a different weight class. So anything under 140, uh, 240. Interesting. So to be able to, like, not only have a better shot to my goals, mm -hmm. but make it happen faster. Right, which is always best case scenario. Best right? case scenario. The faster I get those, the better. Yeah. Huh. I don't think, I don't think that's selfish though. I think, I don't think, I think the approach you're taking is phenomenal. And I think, I think it's underrated how, the importance of goal setting. Yeah, well, you understand, like, I think we get along really well. Yeah, so do I. Um, and we, it's the first time we meet each other. Like, yeah, it's actually weird. I think it's just, um, it seems like, uh, I'll just put a time out here on the episode. It seems like we've known each other for a while. We've spoken, and I told a friend of mine this a while ago, I was like, yeah, we've spoken twice on video chat, and that's about it, you know? I, I don't know, like, he's a fan of my jokes, I'm a fan of his powerlifting, you know, it goes back and forth, and we just chat both of his shows, so I'm like, oh, you know, there's a good enough mutual ground and mutual respect, respect that I'm like, oh, you know, all right. But yeah, no, so the energy's there. That's yeah. What, yeah. And so you understand, and like, with the people you're around, yeah. you understand, like, oh, okay, you need to be selfish if you want to be there. Yeah, but I can see at the same time how so, people could see that as a bad thing. Yeah, right? so a lot of people, like, if... Yeah. And it goes with, like, what we were talking before the show. Like, if you don't surround yourself with the good people... You ain't gonna get good things done. Yeah, so... Yeah. And it's... And I'm sure you've heard this saying a lot before, and I was talking to my girlfriend about it recently, but... If you... Like, it's the people you surround yourself with the most. Like, who you're around. If you do, like, an assessment or a reflection on that where... Like, okay, I'm around, I work every day, but who's who's my bosses? Are they, like, overweight, unhealthy, who smoke a lot and have a negative attitude and are disrespectful towards women? I'm like, okay, well, that's three of five people I see every day. And then, I don't know if you notice this, like, to this, though, have you been in situations where, like, you've almost stepped out and had that out-of-mind or body experience? You'd be like, I don't like where I'm at. Like, I don't like the people I'm with every day, I don't like the attitudes they have, or you catch yourself, even better, do you catch yourself seeing those things? Like, you say a comment, or you think a thought, and you're like, you know, maybe I gotta reevaluate who I'm around. Oh, do you ever have that? All the time, every yeah. day. Every day. Interesting. It's like, do I want to be around those people more? Like, yeah. Like, uh... Like, with my education background, I paid a lot in, like, my education. Yeah. So I don't have a lot to invest. The only thing I have to invest in, like, my life, yeah. right now it's not money because i got to pay my school debts. Right. So it's my time. Ah, uh, yeah. So I'm like, should I keep investing my time with so-and-so-and-so? Interesting. So it's like, mm. Yeah. And, like, at the end of the day, that's the only thing we all have. So, like, where do I want to invest my time the most? Yeah, it's the most precious thing. So, hmm. And like that makes sense. I have that every like a lot every day. So I don't hang out with a lot of people. Yeah. My 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 closest friends are all in Ottawa. Yeah. I so like that. it's kind of hard to like not only go out of my outside of my comfort zone to like and meet people that are as understanding of like where I want to be in my goals. Mm -hmm. So instead of just like uh gonna try to stay alone. I feel. With that being said, I had a buddy of mine who said a similar thing about me, but I, I wonder if you know this, 
because this might be something that has happened to you where do you find like with like subconsciously or without intent I should say you're pushing people away by being like driven oh 100% yeah. I, I totally get that yeah because like uh, we talked about that in my class this yeah. week that's awesome it's like think about the horse with like the the guide or whatever like the, oh like the blinders yeah the blinders okay yeah it's like when I was in college especially here it's like blinders open opportunity come in but as soon as I try to figure myself out, I cut those blenders, and I'm like... Yeah, the blinders got... Blinders, laser focus. I said blenders. That's a pair of It's okay, man. I just agreed. Like I was like, oh, yeah, your class is... Like, I was in it. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's funny, because, like, I I progressed to, like, this is where I want to be. This is my lane. Mm -hmm. I'm going to stay in this lane as much as I can and as long as I can be. Yeah, and it makes it tougher to find like-minded individuals. And then there's, like, a loneliness factor that comes with it, but then there's like an ability and I caught myself doing it this week where I like felt like crap but then I switched and I put I like the ability to be laser focused because you know exactly like you have it written down you're like these are the things I want refer to that list when feeling like shit and I go okay pick one right now two hours let's fucking laser in and let's get this and then that's something that I found is like when my buddy said it, he was like, man, like, there, because I was like, man, like, I'm not friends with this person anymore, I'm not friends with that person anymore, we've been friends for this long, you know, and that, and he's like, dude, like, sometimes, he's like, man, when you're, he's, because I guess his thing was he felt this way, and he doesn't anymore, which is great, because I love the guy, but it was something like, he's like, man, when you, you're driven, and the energy you put out, you're like, let's go, let's get it, it's a very attack approach on what you want out of this time we have, and if there aren't people who either agree with it, are there to support you or to benefit from, or you can benefit from being around, it's kind of like, well, peace. And then that, they're like, oh, maybe that makes them feel insecure about their things. Like, maybe they don't have it written out. And they see, and they're like, well, I'm working out to get in there. Like, oh, Pat's, like, killing it. He's, like, top 25 in, like, Conwell, though, man. Like, and it's like, ooh, you know, I'm going to stay away because that makes me feel this way. Yeah, that's what I'm kind of like, I think was what the message he was giving, but it's like, it's tricky, right? You push people away, it's an intimidation thing, and it's, well, peace out, you're not in like the, like the five people you're around the most, that affects you, and it's crazy, because I never would have thought, so it's interesting to hear that that's something that, but like, you've... You want had. those homies to call you out on your shit. You do. Because like, that yeah. guy, that homie, you're like, because that means you're just like closing the blinders even more. I would have never noticed... And then yeah. he's just like, yo, Glenn, snap yeah. out of it, open the blenders a bit, we're here yeah. for you. We're here to support you. Interesting. So, like, yeah. a lot of my friends are like that, they're going to call me out. That's awesome. That's and awesome. they're going to call me out on my stuff and be like, like man. Pat, like, you know, it's yeah. okay to relax. It's a long yeah. game, long game. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you're, you're, you're right. Yeah. Fuck you, but you're right. <laughs> I hate what you're saying. I hate because you're saying the you're truth. Saying yeah. You're right. I understand what you're saying. I just don't agree with you. <laughs> it's like when the, yeah. I don't know if your girlfriend calls you out on some stuff, like, but mine is just yes. gonna call me out on something, and I'm all like, of it. You're, I'm not. I'm gonna walk away. From God this damn it! <laughs> yeah, dude. Every time, I'm like, I'm like, Glenn, you do this. Sorry, babe. You're right. <laughs> They're always right. That's the worst part about it too. Is like they'll never say something out of like animosity towards you because they have no reason to be like they're not I wouldn't think of my girlfriend this way and like um she's not 
like a friend where my friends would be intimidated by it or not. She's like, yeah, I'll support you. Cool, let's do it. Let's have fun. You know, whatever you're in, I'm in. Let's do it. And it's a lot easier than, at least this is my case, you know, some people might have non-supportive girlfriends, which I don't know what that's about, but he, they're like, oh, well, okay. Like, they're on your team. They're not in the same league playing for a different team, which is what friends, or sometimes friends, could feel like, right? So, yeah, it's, I'm like, oh, thanks for calling me out of my shit for the fifth time in the last 27 minutes. How the hell? God yeah. damn it. What, what, you're always right. It sucks. Yeah, dude. And I get it. it speaks to motivation to the next level, right? Like, it does. Yeah, you need to be, when you need to be on, you need to be on. Yeah, but you gotta like, be in it. You gotta change gear because if not, if you, if you rev that engine too much in sixth gear, you're not gonna yeah, go far. Yeah, no, not at all. Huh? Yeah, I think you're you're definitely right. You're definitely right, and that's something that I don't think. Excuse me. I don't think a lot of people, for some reason, and this could just be with the community, like in the city. But because it's hard to find them, but when you do find them, like you, Chris, Cliff, like all these people who are very, very like out there, and people have like a weird animosity towards like the energy they put off. But it's like, hey, man, they're doing their thing. I get it; it's public and it's in the public eye. But I have this, and this is part of why I like we'll, we'll go back transitioning to the podcast part. But <laughs> excuse me, how you have. A show. I have a show. There's a bunch that I've like had one or two of people who have had shows on, and I look at it and I go, "I'm gonna be number one," you know. And it's something that is like I want to be the best at this thing. And then it's, I know somebody said where they're like, "I know I'll never." I think it was McConaughey's Oscar speech where he's like, "I want to be my hero ten years down the road." Oh, right? Great speech. Great speech, dude. Hits all in the right, fields. All right, all right, all right. Dude, he, he gets, says, and he's like, I'll never be my hero. I'll never attain that, and that's fine. But it's the staying focused on that, like, episode. When we talked about this a while ago, right? Like, episode one versus now. And you said it, too, earlier. In this episode, you're like, hey, man. Like, my communication and articulation, especially in English, too. Yeah. Right? Because your first language was French, right? Or is French. Yeah, it was, right? Probably was yeah. at this point. <laughs> so it's, yeah, that's what I mean, right? So it's like it's gotten that much better just from speaking it, which is fascinating. It's it's super cool. What started, um, like, what inspired you guys to create a show? Like, tell me a bit about that. Um, so Pat and I, like, we're listening to podcasts the whole time, right? Yeah. Like, uh, Rogan, right? Like, yeah. We got to look at the yeah. goat of podcasts. The goat, hundred uh, percent. And and we're like, man, like. We have, we're surrounded by cool people. Yeah. Our friends are really cool people. We want to share their story. We want to share this. Mm-hmm. And like, we're looking at podcasts from like this, like front row seat of the show. And you're like, oh my God, podcasts are so cool. Rogan is so dope. Yeah. And then you got like very entrepreneurial based podcasts. And you're like, man, I just want to like talk to those people. Yeah. And having a podcast to like have long conversation about a skill, money, where you come from. Right. why you're here mm-hmm. it's very very important to have and like some people like they're trying to get there or be the best in entrepreneurship per se or like yeah. one podcast I really love it's uh, Richie Tristan Fritchie. yeah he talks about his uh, market and why he's doing it 
Yo, oh, yeah, there. What's it called again? There, like the real Richie, is it? or the Lake City. Lake I think it was Lake City. Lake yeah, because she one. does it with David. Because yeah. I've talked to David about that. Yeah, and and I think it's cool because like shout out, shout out, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Shout out another show on your show. Sorry, yeah. man. But it's cool because like it offers a specific niche market for someone to like what you said before. Yeah. All right, you want to learn about houses and the your community? Listen to this show. Hundred percent. Like the your buddy of like having that resource for those people. Yeah. FAQs of like, okay, cool, listen to this. Mm -hmm. For us, for our show, it was just like, we want just to get better conversation. We've mm -hmm. been stuck at home. My buddy Pat and I, he wasn't in Ottawa at that point. Yeah. I was here and we're like, we were calling each other and having deep, meaningful conversation yeah. every day that we're talking about training, like thinking about running to like life. Yeah. And then having those like very transitional kind of like, conversation about life to training and then to like business and how to apply this to this to that and you're like oh, okay well how about we record those huh. and learn a bit more about like different people doing different stuff oh yeah and it's been that was the intent press record on the show and we're like okay let's do it and let's get better yeah here we are i love it and yeah. the the big thing i told pat i'm like let's get the five episode huge because like most huge podcasts awesome. last year like i was listening to podcasts and like a lot of people don't get the five. They quit before five. When I was doing a podcast, like math, uh, 101, like introductory course at this um, Wordstock Festival, literary festival, like two years ago, I met this guy named Ryan McMahon, and he has like uh, the number one indigenous podcast in the world. And so it's insane. So like meeting him and talk, I talked to him after, obviously. I was like, hey man, like, can I just pick your brain? He's like, yes. So... <laughs> He brought up, he led actually, he led with a statistic that says 83% of podcasts don't do more than three episodes. Ridiculous. Blew my mind. Bonkers. And I agree. Completely. Like, it makes a lot of sense. I was like, huh, yeah. So I love that, like, five was your, you're like, yo, milestone five, yeah. only go up from there. Yeah, and then, so the goal was that. We had, Pat and I were, like, Shooting, shooting the shit pretty much on everything and anything. Yeah. We recorded a podcast at Mar in Martin River, yeah, on his camping Sick. site before we That's went it. out and like have bonfire yeah. and have a couple beers. Yeah, a couple, love it. Yeah, and then that was really cool because like we're like, oh man, we just press record and then that's it. Yeah, it's over. So that was really nice. And then moved out to having Junior who talked about film. Like yeah. I'm the guy who doesn't know doesn't know nothing yeah. nothing nothing about a laptop and a computer you press power and then I'm I'm kind of good yeah. with like Google spreadsheet but that's pretty much it but and then we're talking about like movies and like how different movies are made and interesting because like yeah. you look at movies my favorite movie movie it's like remember the titans nice yeah like and ain't no mountain high enough you know what I mean <laughs> and <laughs> like greatest movie and then we're talking about how those movies transition and the Star Wars history about movies. And then we had our buddy Eric that has a gym and like works at, mm -hmm. has a gym in Ottawa during a pandemic. Crazy, yeah. Crazy. That's and, cool. And we're like, God, this is fun. Because we're all out here putting information, talking to people every day. Yeah. If we could have someone talking about their craft and what they're doing on a day-to-day -day basis, mm -hmm. this is cool because like not only we get educated on something for an hour, two hours, or three hours, Yeah. but we also share someone's goals and passion into the world right and i think doing it and i love that you and pat pat's he's not in separate right now is he? yeah yeah, yeah he he just, is? okay he, yeah he is spoiler alert uh we really our episode is releasing, uh what are we today uh the 21st and he just yes. like 
uh, moved back here, got a house in. Perfect. Oh, congrats for him. Yeah. That's sick. I love that that was like the entry point of why you guys did it and the inspiration for it was that you wanted to get better at conversation because that it shows me that there's no, you can't cap that. It's there's super no, like, subjective. It's crazy, right? It's up for interpretation if you're even good at conversation. There was a time where I wasn't, but I always liked telling stories. And I had friends, like you said, who'd call me on where they're like, yo, don't try to be the center of attention. Like, just listen to it. And, like, it develops through listening. Because yeah. it's not so much storytelling. I was like, that's the skill. But it's like, yo, listen, communication, everything. And then that forms the ability to be good at conversation, right? Mm -hmm. And then being open to learning about it, which I, why I love what you guys are doing so much. I'm like, man, if that's the inspiration, there's no, there's no, like, cap on it, right? You can't, put, there's no limit to it. Mm -hmm. You just succeed and you're like, hey, how good can we get, talk to people? And you're sharing really cool stories, right? So I think that's something that's fascinating to me about your show and then being able to chat. And then that's why when you said it a while ago, you're like, man, you should come on ours when I do. I'm like, man, that's sick. Because it's in like a, this is, I'm really happy we were able to do this in person and we were able to wait and not do it over Zoom, right? Because I think in person and like you said, coming into my element to do it and then me going to yours and doing it and like seeing a complete different setup, oh. right? Different level of like level type of transitions, questioning, segues, and then me like that's whole my, that's half of my goal, right? It's like, man, I want to see how good I can get in conversation and just storytelling and all that skill and like you said, right? Meet the cool people. Like that's what that's what we're here to yeah. do, dude. Like, like it's sick. Yeah, so it's awesome here. It's super like it goes really well with like Pat and I's like outlook on a lot of stuff. It's like very subjective face. Right. Like okay, cool. I perfect. I my watch gonna tell me I slept eight hours. Good. But like I could feel like shit after eight hours sleep. Yeah, it's true. So like it's very, very subjective and like we can like you said, you can't put a cap on that. No. You're gonna always get better. Yeah. And same thing for me. Like, I'm sure now that you have a podcast, like, you get excited from, like, I said motivation and accountability. You got, like, I did, dude. Super I excited, did. Right? I and was then there, you're yeah. Like, oh, but that's true. I, I'm going to wait yeah. and actually have a conversation about this. Yeah, it's something that's quite literally exactly what happened. It used to be something that I didn't know I wasn't doing and then got to something that people would tell me to do and then got to something that now I subconsciously am just like, okay, like, it's a matter, it's weird, because I was talking to a friend, like my uh, Ecuador trip leader a couple years ago, I was talking to her like about eight months ago at the beginning of this pandemic thing, shut the her rocks, and she was like, um, some along the lines of, like, it's weird being a host for the reason of the challenge then becomes, well, and I'm sure you've noticed this too, and let me know, but when you say something, and I am, I ask a question, right, you respond, not only am I trying to be, it's a challenge between being as engaged into what you're saying and understanding it so that the conversation's real, but it's also a matter of I'm having to now at the same time, right, think about where this is going to go next. It's a, right? It's a weird, like, you're playing with that line where you're like, okay, I'm 100% zoned in. You stop talking about Right, I'm supposed to think of yeah. something, right? So, I don't know if you've noticed that with your show, but that's something that's, like, I was made aware of a year ago, and I was like, oh, let's get, that's what I need to be doing, so. And, like, if this is, a, like, a skill is of its own, right? Like, we, 
from day one we grow up, we are forced to talk, 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 yeah. talk. Oh, when do we express put, this? Express. Yeah, exactly. We're talking about expression. We would yeah. never, we never downshift it to like another idea. No, you're right. No, you're right. Interesting. That being said, I'm like, we n we're never able to like downshift. But look at social media now. Like we're always, yeah. and I'm sure like. I'm I'm thankful for all my right I've done in my education, like from high school being in, like a a full jock to like yeah. now, because like I'm able to like understand when I need to push mm -hmm. and when I need to regress. Huh. And it, that's me just like interesting, big yeah. big like reflection of like where I was and now where I want to be. And what was that reflection process like? Did you have like a moment that triggered your need to reflect, or did you just that's just something you've always been doing? Oh, it's okay to fail. Yeah. Like, uh, like I had something when I realized the fitness field was just a way to express my passion mm -hmm. more and like more than like my needs was right. a way that like okay, you got to reflect and think laterally about the stuff. Because uh -huh. I was listening to like I'm uh, I'm a big fan of like a lot of podcasts and yeah, same. there are a lot of like fitness people talking to other people and we were talking about this before but, like. We just want to meet cool people. Yeah. So it's very important we're able to reflect on and be aware of like our situation and like when we failed and when we were successful. Mm -hmm. So like, hi, how can this success or this failure can lead to a better tomorrow? Right. Or how can you build on this? I love that, dude. That's that's something that, and I think we talked about this. And it's funny because this is actually something that I talked to Rob about before we recorded. Um, this year, but he was, I was like, man, I was told him, I was like, hey man, question for you, just curious, like right when we did our, you know, like the initial FaceTime we do, uh, and I was like, hey man, just out of curiosity, and you could probably test this too, in what world would me saying, hey man, I'm a big fan of your work, can we just have a chat for a bit, would you actually look at it and go, yeah, sure, I'll give you an hour and a half of my time in a couple months when I'm available, yeah, you'd be like, get Lost, homie. Kick rocks. You know, you, <laughs> right? We talked about this, didn't we? We're like, it, it, nobody you said would, that, you said so that on Michelle's. Uh, yeah. With the, yeah. <laughs> when you could slide in someone's DM and say, like, hey, let's chat for an hour and a half. It's weird. Like, it's very weird. Unless you have a show. And you're like, hey, this is the reason it's a chance for you to spread your message and a chance to. Like, I just see you as a cool person to be a part of this journey with me. And I think you could benefit my audience a lot, or my audience could benefit from you a lot. And it gives you a cool chance to spread your message. Yeah. Which is what the delivery is. It's like, hey man, like, you got a vision, you got a message, you got a cool mind. I don't, I don't just go, oh, this person's got a couple thousand followers, let's send them a message. Oh, they responded. Now what? No, it's like, I, like, there's a process, and I'm curious to know what your guys' process is, but going through how the guest comes on, right? So, so... Like, what's your process like for I'll that? I'll be honest, you have a way more organized process yeah. than, like, Pat and I. It feels... Because, like... I don't know. So, I'll, I'll tell you, Pat and I don't have notes. Like, I think you're fucking cool, because you have Thanks, notes. man. I have two more F-bombs to drop. Uh, <laughs> away. I love your guy. You're like, all right, I'm at eight. Crap. Yeah. <laughs> Decent. But it, you have notes, you, you organize your thoughts before. Because mm -hmm. Pat and I, we just, with the idea of like, we just want to get better at talking to people and so, like listening. Ah, we just like wing it. Press record. Smart. And then we try to like, if we got to edit the episode, we don't put it out. 
Interesting. Yeah. Whoa. That's cool. So like, and that was one thing Pat and I said like, we don't want to edit it. That's sick. Raw footage. Cause like that's we, intense. Good for you guys. And like, really? that's why like I'm, I'm like right now like usually we're gonna like say something about whatever, and you're like, oh, this was probably not the place to say this. No. But. It made my next couple phrases of conversation better because I said that I need to be more aware of what I'm gonna say next. Smart. And we released some stuff, and like at one point, like Pat and I, we got some. I think we got three episodes we didn't release, and we'll never release because we're yeah, like twelve recorded, only five are up. Yeah, that's crazy. But it's what? it's yeah. just the fact of like if it's not if we got to do too much edit, it's not a good conversation. Interesting. I like that. So I think we're trying to keep it around, like, I'm going to put a number here, but we don't want to do more than five edits per episode. Right, like, you want to do, if you need put to, the intro do song, Put the intro song, put me saying something dumb oftentimes, cut that out, and yeah. then put the outro song. And then Perfect, Pat, yeah. Pat, if you're listening to this, man, love you, dude, because you're doing a great job with editing, because I don't know nothing <laughs> about editing. You're like, dude, I'll turn the computer on for you any day of the week. <laughs> I'll press on and there. record, yeah, but that's, that's it. Uh, but I do those things well. <laughs> so, oh, that's dope. Though. That's cool, though. I think that's the right way. I think for your, for the goal of why you're doing it, mm -hmm. I think that's the perfect way to do it. Because setting it up how I'm setting it up doesn't, and I love that it's different. Like it's different, but it's the same. You know, like it's they're both a podcast, fall under under the umbrella. But I'm like, you have, you. I'm sure you prior research your guest, or at least find out about it, or you just. That's even better, dude. That's even better. Because look, that's what you want, right? That's your goal yeah. for it. And it wouldn't be as genuine or you wouldn't be getting better at the skill of conversation if you're prepping, right? Like mine's for each, every single individual episode. And what, remember when I told you at the beginning, I was like, I want to feel like it's a conversation. Yeah. Right? Yeah. As much as like every now and then I'll be like, okay, what is it? Uh, yeah. You know, just to quick glance because I'm like okay we get like further structure in the vision of the episode so I think that's yeah. sick how you guys are doing it for what you want to do yeah perfect and like we just try to get better at conversation like but for you yeah. like it goes with like what I was saying with Richie Richie has a specific goal yeah learn about houses you have a specific goal of, like hey how can I influence people to make better decisions after high school that's it and that's like it is, yeah. learn the story about Rob about Michelle about Cliff Andre yeah. Mitch and you? just my, well, yeah. I just lift weights and massage people and tell them like hey move better just go for a 10 minute walk <laughs> I love it I love it and, and but it's funny because like it's cool to see where people came to be where they are it is yeah like it's incredible like like I see yeah. I watch it with Rob yeah I listened to the episode and then I went, went to see Blue Mountain State I'm like man this guy's a really good actor he, dude, I don't know. I don't know if you remember this. And I was watching uh, the final, like the series finale, with my girlfriend like two two nights ago. And I was like, babe, you know what's crazy? People, and I'm like, he auditioned for the role of Harmon, the kicker. Really? Yeah, I think he he touched on that like briefly. He's yeah, like, yeah, just a bit. Right, like briefly, right? But uh, it's like, yeah, he auditioned for the role of the kicker. Didn't get it, because the whole goal is like, I'll be some fat lazy kicker, you know. And but he's like, nah, they ended up, I ended up not getting it. They gave it to this guy, which was phenomenal, right, obviously. But he's like, they made that character. And they said, we like what you're bringing to the table. We're going to keep you on board. And now to see the whole series, right, and you go, oh, man, it's developed. He's a great actor. That was just based off him not getting a role, but then liking <laughs> him. And so me thinking that, I was like, and I watched it, I was like, 
Because when I, I reacted to it, I was like, dude, are you serious? Like, that's crazy. Right? Like, being able to, like, do that and, like, having that ability, I think, is super cool. But me knowing that, me knowing that and then being, him being good at that and then finding a balance or a similarity where it's like, okay, this is the train I'm on. I think his story is best for this because he's Canadian. Right, so I'm like, okay, this is perfect. Oh, why would I reach out to somebody like, yeah. in the deep in the U.S. who I have no connection to? It's like, well, I've seen this guy's like the few you share like, the, the maple syrup in him. Yeah, exactly. You share the maple syrup. Exactly, dude. It's all <laughs> in the same tree, right? But it's like, well, his ed like the education system's different. But now knowing that it's different in Quebec, I can't believe I had no idea. And like, that's crazy. Yeah, I live just across the board, man. Like, I I go to the pub all the time. Yeah, you know what I mean. You just you like first year for like Greasy university place, or like dude. college. Yeah. You just like, oh, I'm just gonna go across the bridge because like, got... 18 years old, I could get oh, lit. Yeah. It, that's it. But the best part is like, I turned 18 on like in the summer graduating. So I graduated 17 July 1st, greatest day in the year to have a birthday. I'll challenge anybody to this day about that. And then 18 on that day. And then September, I'm in school. So I find out, I'm like, oh, come back, dude. I'm 18. Sign me up every Friday. Left early from class. I regret doing that. I really shouldn't have done that. Oh, I'm not parents did. I did. I did, right? People paying for my courses. Um, but dude, that was the thing. And I just, oh, man, I have such a good story for you. I want to tell you on your show, though. But uh, oh, yeah, keep that like, the with La Pub and stuff, dude, like all that kind of stuff is crazy. It's like to think... All of that, and then in Ottawa, me being so close and not knowing, like, that's sick that you guys had, like, an extra year of school yeah, so just to figure out. And that's mandatory. Yeah. But it's cool that it's, like, a mid-transition. It's not like, oh, you have an extra year in high school to play sports. That's cool. Yeah, so, like, cool. a lot of, like, kids, so you look like, if we're talking about sports, because that's the only reason I know how they, it worked in Quebec. Because, yeah. I, like, I grew up in Rockland, and I'm yeah. like, oh... Quebec is all the, on the other side of the river. Very could, far from where I went to school, yeah. Yeah, I could take the ferry, buy cheap beer, walk back, and it just cost me 24 bucks. Decent. Right? Decent. Um, <laughs> but, like, so for kids yeah. that were graduating from high school that go to Quebec, they pass two to three years in Sejep. They go to Sejep University, they're 20 years, 20 to 21 years old. Mm -hmm. So, like, they're more mature, smart, uh, more mature... A bit more uh, agile, a bit better skill-wise mm -hmm. than like a kid grew, finishing like grade 12, 18 years old, going like university in yeah. BC or, or Ontario. And okay, by the mm. way, kid, you gotta wait four years to make the like the starting lineup. Crazy, isn't it? Right. Compare like a kid just shows up to like CHEP or college ball, plays for two three years. Oh, you're really good. Show up on my team. You're gonna be a starter day one. Yeah. Right. More so, time to. Like develop the skill and develop, yeah. Develop. Crazy man. There's one thing I do really want to know. Okay, so would you would you say you say you competed like uh, when you uh, on in the Toronto last year, right? You said yeah. what? You're like 260, 265. You said yeah. So how many months later? And or sorry, I'm not. I don't mean double bear this question, but how m many months later? And what weight were you when you ran? It was the half marathon. Yeah. That's absurd, dude. Okay, so... That is crazy. I'm going to backtrack that to the... I'm not supposed to run half marathons. Like, you look at someone, you're like, oh, I'm a runner. Your picture, like, slim, thin, yeah. Johnny that, like, showed up cross-country tryouts and then just kept yeah. running. He just did not stop. He was just like, 
Oh, you can't play football. You're too small. You're going to get hurt. Go play track and field. <laughs> but yeah. That's what we picture, right? That's it, and yeah. So for me, I'm a bigger dude. I'm not supposed to, like, run for two hours straight. So, yeah, okay, I'll tell you the full story. Okay, so, competing in, in February right. last year. Right. Whatever way I was. 2019. 2019. Yeah. Wow. Uh, 2020, sorry. Right, okay. 2020. Yes, we're in 2021. Jeez. Yeah, well, time flies when you're having fun, eh? That's it. Or like when life is on pause. Either or. Yeah. Pick your choice. <laughs> Pick your poison. Yeah. So, and then I, I, after that, I took the plane probably a week after, five, six days after that, took the plane to go to Austria, yeah. meet one of my friends that she was playing volleyball there. That's sick. So we traveled Europe yeah. over there. All the people that was on that trip, love you guys. Um, I'm going to tell them to listen to this show. Yeah, like, yeah, guys, do it, man. Do it. We'll get into that trip in a sec. And that was like beautiful time. Yeah. Drank so many beers, had yeah. so many cheese. Then Jeez, came back and I'm like, gyms were closed. I stopped working for four months because massage therapists couldn't work for the first four months of lockdown. What? And I'm like, okay, cool. And my barbell and my gym equipment, my dad had in the basement at home. Okay. I'm like, okay, well, I guess. And then Pat, Pat, Pat's like, hey, yo, 7K, homie, can you do it? And I'm like, dude, I just came back from a trip yeah. of me walking 22 to 30,000 steps a day huffing and puffing in Jeez, Austria. dude. Yeah. Like, and I, I was a big guy. Like, I was 260, 270 yeah. pounds. Me walking with my friends? I, no, please don't. Like, can yeah. we just take an Uber or whatever it was? <laughs> I don't want to walk. Yeah. Jeez. And then I was like huffing and puffing for two weeks. I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. I got to change something. Lockdown showed up. Yeah. Pat's like, hey, 7K, homie. Try it. Took me an hour to do it. That's not bad. For a 7K? That's not bad. For a guy dude. of my size at that time, I was like, That's not bad. But the last time Jeez. I remember doing a 10K took me an hour. Right. Which was like six years, seven years prior. Yeah. Oh, this is not acceptable. Makes sense, yeah. So I start running. I start running for like the whole summer. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, I got to count my calories, count weight, blah, blah, blah. And then I did a half marathon. Mike told me, hey, mar half marathon tomorrow morning. I'm like, uh, what? Sorry? Yeah. I've just been running for like three, four, five months at this point. Mm -hmm. It was June. And I'm like, no, we're not running a half marathon. You're like, hey, yo, homie, we're running a half marathon tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. That's kind of the way to introduce it, though, right? If you're going to do it, you don't. I would hate to know a month in advance, dude. Well, like, a month in advance gives you that preparation phase. So, like, yeah. the previous, like, half marathon that I was running, I was sub-220. Yeah. Which was fine, because, like, yeah, it's not, not as much, like, impact on my legs and <laughs> my joints, yeah. right? And he's like, tomorrow, we're running it. I called Pat after, <laughs> I called Pat after this, after Mike told me and, like, bullied me into, like, running that. Bullied you into doing it, yeah. He's like, Pat, he's like, yo, you got this. Just, like, make sure you don't go out guts blazing, yeah. take your time, and then just finish it. You're not in it to beat people, you're in like yeah. complete it yeah so i'm like okay cool then nice. two hours and 24 minutes i'm like oh my god this was my best one i was not that wrecked after this went home went to work and i'm like oh i think i'm and then pat messaged me he's like hey Sudbury rocks on me let's do it in october virtually did it in 204 so i train every yeah it was not bad dude i'm like Man. that's quite a bit of time yeah like 20 minutes yeah 20 so it's i'm like Way and different. I started like 
like think about it, a half marathon it's seven it's a twenty one K. So it's set it's three twenty ones. It took me for uh three, three sevens. Three sevens, sorry. I'm with you. Yeah. So my first seven I did took me an hour. Right? Yeah. At the pen, like pandemic time when it started. Mm-hmm. Now at the end of the sun, uh in November October, November mm-hmm. took me two hours. I'm like, Oh my god, this is crazy. That's wild. So Where you go, man? that's it. Yeah. So like I Managing weight in with all this was like a good time for me, like not only from an athletic like weightlifting goals of like, oh, I'm gonna, just going to lose weight, mm-hmm. but I'm like tied this goal of losing weight with like getting, being a better runner. Right. So I lost the whole, the whole weight I needed to lose yeah. from 265 to be like 240. Yeah. To, I think I weighed, after that trip, I weighed at like 275. Of course you did, dude. Oh man. All of course you did. Ger- when you're in Germany. You're, dude. I got some crazy stories about Germany. Like, you in Germany, dude, you're like yeah. at the pinnacle of like beer consumption. You need to be drinking there. We did so many beer halls. Yeah. Food was the same. Beers was great. Yeah. Good time was always there. That's awesome. Yeah. And, but it was just like absurd to me of like, oh, okay, I could get a better runner mm-hmm. and then lose the weight. Okay, tie those two together. Gives me a better like weightlifting class. Just yeah. have to relearn how to move at like... 250 pounds yeah so it was really really interesting nice congratulations though that's sick and like i think like from a business perspective gives me like as a massage therapist now i can treat runners yeah because like i know what it takes to be a good runner right like what hurts and what doesn't what can yeah like manipulate how to run properly so i'm like i don't i'm not only I could be a good therapist for a runner, but I could be a, a pretty average coach for a beginner runner. Because mm-hmm. I know what it takes to. Interesting. So, like, the goal of running or being, failing that first 7K gave me so many options. Huh. As, like, a person, like, for me, like, as an athlete, gave me the opportunity to lose weight, get a better time on a half marathon, mm-hmm. and also treat runners and help them. Because, like, Huh. As like for you, you're a fighter. Yeah. You want to go see if someone who's knows fighting. Yeah, that's kind of the yeah. Yeah, that's the idea. Like, I never fought, so I'm like, if you're looking for a massage therapist that's a fighter, I'm like, yeah. sorry, man, like, I'm not gonna be. If I would take you, I would make you a disadvantage. Like, I would be at a disadvantage for you. Interesting. Yeah, and that's what I think we were talking. We were talking about that I mean, when you first came here and you were seeing the setup at the gym, and I was like, man, like do that because it's a very 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 different like between kickboxing and jiu-jitsu and when it comes to the weightlifting part like you understand all that but it's like the jiu-jitsu specifically i think is very something not only is near and dear to my heart but i think it's something that's it can't be described Mm -hmm. it has to be done and a lot of things i think you can describe like the pain that you could experience or the benefit that you get out of it, but I think when it comes to jujitsu specifically, it's one of those. It's probably, in my opinion, one of the only things you can do that I can't explain to you. I can go, oh, powerlifting, this, you know, weightlifting, this, you know. I've done all these things, but then with jujitsu specifically, I think it's something that you have to experience in order to understand. And that's what a lot of people. It's like, yo, try it out, just see. You don't have to fall in love with it. Like, I, like you don't have to. You just try it once, see what it's like, and understand that like it's. It's live, right? Like the spar, like the rolling call, like yeah. that. That shit's live, right? Like that's not. It's, it's submission grappling, right? Like you're trying to choke me unconscious, throw me to the ground, whatever, with the just with minus strikes, right? Even though you get hit in the face here and there, but 
every single time it's a the only thing I think that you can simulate like an actual murder because it's one of those things that I don't know I read that I saw that somewhere I laughed I was like yeah it's simulating murder I'm like that's realistically what it feels like it is yeah right well, so something that's like you blow you like you blow the whistle slap hands bite bum fist bite down the mouthpiece and go it's something that's like we have this amount of time and we're either I'm trying to either like I'm trying to submit you essentially that's the Kill goal you. yeah Right, because in like, who was I saying? I'm people have this weird thing with like violence, or people will say like, "Oh, I'll beat you, I'll beat." You. It's like, well, there's that saying, right? It's like, well, if you have ever been in a real fight, you may not be so keen for another, right? I love that. It's too funny, but it's specific with this. I find where, and my girlfriend and I were talking about this the other day, where it's like, I choked out a kid unconscious at a at a New Year's party, right? Get into that another time, but. I did that, and then it was like the look on everyone's faces, and I was like, yeah, everyone makes, but every one of those people were making jokes early, be like, oh, I'll beat you, I'll beat you, oh, I'll hit you, oh, we should fight, like, all these, like, these girls are drinking, trying to pick fights with people, and I'm like, you don't understand, it's real, this is not something that's a joke, and I think, and then when that happened, everyone was like, <gasps> like, that's an outcome, that's a very possible outcome, and that's gentle, that's like, okay, we're gonna calm the person down, it's okay, it's great. yeah, slap them, and it's like, this is something I'm like, can't like I was talking with her about it and I was like, hey, like it's real. Like that's not something that's like that happens. Like that's just what it is. And I think being able to that's huge though, that your goal is now okay, you've ran the marathon or the half marathon, sorry, and now you can go, Hey, this is something cool that I now can relate to my practice. So I think that's really cool. Well like speaking of that, like you you've been in a fight, you know what it feels like, you know how to be. Yeah. You're like, okay. Like, I show up somewhere, I people are going to be, oh, he's big, he could knock people out. Probably like, can, yeah. I could. You probably like, could. Like, never been in a fight. Yeah, you're a nice guy, though, right? So like, you don't seem I, like... But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you've never been in that position, so for you, like... You, yeah. Okay, so, I, I, let's, I'm going to backtrack. And See, so, I train a lot. I haven't been in one in a while. Just haven't been up to bars that require me to do that. I avoid the situations now. It's all yeah, right. Well, it's no one right. wants to... Sh like, me lifting 200 kilos is... Terrifying. Terrifying. Do I want to do this all the time? No, but to be at my goals... You do. I, I need to do it. Mm -hmm. So, I think, from a little perspective from this, it's just like, for you, for a therapist to a point of view, it's just like, Oh, where where was I going with this? It's like being the best server. Mm -hmm. If you want to be the best server for like in a restaurant, I'm not going to apply a lateral thing here. You need to eat everything on the menu to see how interesting, things, right? Yeah. So that's where I was going. Like for as a therapist now, I I could treat a weightlifter, a bodybuilder, a powerlifter, a runner, mm -hmm. a CrossFit volleyball person, player, volleyball player, probably basketball, but. Other sports, I, I haven't played. Basketball is similar to volleyball, right? Just yeah, with the movements, it seems. Similar biomechanics a bit. And yeah, exactly. But if you're like, oh, someone shows up, I do jiu-jitsu, and I'm like, what? Hey, if you want a good therapist, massage therapist that does jiu-jitsu, I'll go like go see more Rag Anderson. Yeah. Because she just started doing jiu-jitsu at a beginner level. Yeah. But it's depending on like superficial and deep level of understanding. Right. right, so like if I ran that 7k and I did it once, I can't serve a community of runners. No, but running but a half I, marathon. I did it for eight months consecutively, yeah. 
three times a week. And the training, I think, is huge. Right? Yeah. So I was in the trenches trying to learn as much as I can. Did I stop running since then? A lot. Yeah, mostly, yeah. Because, like, I was tired of, like, putting running shoes and run. Forget it, dude. And then, but I'm going to start running again because I want to run the half marathon again. Mm -hmm. So. That's cool. That's cool. That'd be some. So, like, for me, to, ta to keep tailoring to my community of runners, i got to keep up with the training and, like, to understand right. the game even more and how to evolve, evolve with this game. Hmm. Interesting. So, I heard this the other day. It's like a tree, right? In a tree, or think about Sudbury, you got different specialties. Mm -hmm. If you want to be, like, I'm going to say this. If you want to be an average person, go to good life. Okay. You'll be very average there. And that's fine. That's yeah. okay. You'll have everything you need there. But if you want right. to be a good MMA fighter, you go at a, the best MMA person. Yeah, that's a good point. Right? Like, yeah. if you want to be a good weightlifter, you go with the best weightlifters. Yeah. You surround, like, you want to be the best, surround yourself with the best. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Let's kind of do it. Like, you, you came up from Ottawa, you love jiu-jitsu, and you're like, oh. Yeah, where's the best spot? Where's I had a buddy I trained with, right? So, I, who got me into the, like, to the martial arts. He was like, hey, man, like, uh, it's about four or five years ago, almost five. And he was like, um, hey, man, you, uh. This is what you do, like, hey, um, I trained here a couple times in the summer, you know, and then my dad works with a guy also, and they both train here, and they're like, man, like, you'll love the guy, like, Monkey, like, he's similar to Pablo, and I was like, hell yeah, I'm in, cool, I just need a spot, and it, like, so happened to move to Lawrence Street down the road from my house, since I'm in the South End, and I was like, oh, perfect, sign me up, and then now it's just been like, this is crazy, Yeah, the journey, so. So, like, for it's me, awesome. when I started weightlifting, I started CrossFit, and then moved out to Nepean to live, because it was... It was just easier. Mm -hmm. Found CrossFit, and then I'm like, CrossFit, training a CrossFit gym. Mm -hmm. And then that was a really good CrossFit gym in town. But then when I transferred to weightlifting, I was very intimidated in going into a weightlifting-only gym. Yeah. Okay. So as I got progressively better, and that's how I met my coach, my coaches, Sierra and Spencer, they're like, Pat, come, come with us. Come, come yeah. with us. And I'm like, oh, the okay. And then, then they recruited me, and then I'm training with them since the last year nice, and a half. Dude. And, but it's intimidating going to some place. Like, it is, yeah. It's, it's very, it's very appealing to be average. It's comfortable. It, very comfortable. It is, and I think that's where, like you said, the appeal comes from. I think yeah. that's where it stems from. It's so like for, it is. So, if you want to trust, like for me, I was just a beginner, like in CrossFit, yeah. being okay strong and then people are like oh pat you're gonna be good at this yeah like, just dive deeper dive huh. deeper and i'm like no well i'm having a good time here i'm training with my girlfriend met a really cool people uh from 1855 and like can-am in ottawa nice and then i'm like and then they're like i probably should go train with like the guys that just lift yeah and i'm like you sure like am i good enough to be with them yeah and then they're like yeah, yeah like have a session with them i'm like oh, okay and then it progresses to be training with them a bit and then I moved out <laughs> to nice. but it, it gave yeah. me that like oh I'm able to train with them and lift with them yeah you can hold your own I could hold my own I could have a good time ah. with them so that that like triggered that relationship of like oh okay it's okay to that. be uncomfortable and like being the um, the chaser of instead of being the guy being chased so yeah. like training partners the idea of like Louis Simmons from Westside it's yeah. like you need you need two types of training partners, people you gotta chase and people you're running away from. Uh, I see, that makes sense. So instead of like, cool. so and that's a real thing, right? Like, 
So instead of being average, I was in a really good gym and in a really good space. And now moving to like that cross uh, with Spencer and Sierra, I was like, oh, oh, like, it, is that okay? Is mm -hmm. it, so, but yeah. That's it's cool. Being around those people and then being chased, I think is huge. Because you have people you want to rise with and then like, I definitely have training partners as I'm sure you do that. I'm like, I better be, like, I gotta be better than them. I gotta keep like, and it's like, if they can start getting the better of you, you're like, I'm slacking. I gotta pick it up because you know where you're at and you're like, hey, I'm rising with them or vice versa, they're rising with me. Oh, they're getting the better of me? I gotta do some more work. Stuff like that, right? And, and it talks about like the blenders, right? Yeah. The blinders. Or like the, the ship, uh, the tide rise all ships. Yeah. Right? I think it's the quote, yeah. Um, so I think being aware of who you're surrounded with and goes back to like surrounding yourself with the good people, mm -hmm. it helps even more to achieve those goals or get yeah. people better to your own level because if the the tide right all ships but you're still anchored you won't go far ah uh, yes yeah that's sick i like that a lot oh switching gears a bit what was your trip to austria and like throughout europe like oh man bonkers man yeah balonies dude yeah. i couldn't believe it so my friend caro got a pro contract after she Graduated University of Ottawa. Damn, good for her. And like we were playing beach volleyball all together all summer, and she's like, "Oh, I got a pro contract. I'm leaving for Austria." I'm like, "What? All right, cool, girl. Let's go. <laughs> good for you. Let's." And then yeah, we're, that's we're, sick. we're chatting. Her boyfriend is a seasonal worker, and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna go see you when like the season ends, because the he's a he has a, like an agriculture farm." Yep. So he's like, "Okay, well, the." The Christmas tree ends at this time. I'm gonna take the plan. I'm gonna be with you for like nice. from Christmas to April. That's sick. And he went out in Austria, did a lot of skiing and like the Alpines. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm like, this is cool. Let's do the trip. That's sick. Yeah. And we, we haven't seen each other. She basically when she she left for Austria, my girlfriend and I left for Sudbury. Most of our friends were still in Ottawa at the time. They're still in Ottawa, but we're like, okay, we got to make a trip out there. Of course, one hundred percent. Make the trip, yeah. and then we, they, her and her boyfriend, her and her boyfriend basically give us the trip like around Innsbruck in Austria. Yeah, have you been? Okay. I've been to Vienna. Oh, beautiful! Yeah, Man, amazing. Okay, you, yeah. you went to Vienna. Did you seen? Have you watched a uh, an opera? No, I haven't. Oh, no. dude. Okay. Yeah. So, so we basically Austria. We did Innsbruck. We saw her game in like Klagenfurt. Yeah. Hallstatt from Frozen. Which was a beautiful city. Nice. Um, yeah, okay. We did Munich, Vienna, yeah. and then we did Lausanne in Switzerland. Nice. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, I've and never been to Vienna, but Vienna, we were all here walking on the slab, like the whole shopping mall, and we're like, that's sick. We get someone hustles us for like an opera. Okay. And I'm like, guys, it's either a fuck yes or a fuck no. Yeah, we're either 100% down or we're not doing And it I'm well. like, nah. It's, I'm like, uh, yeah. My friends are like, okay, hey, we're doing it. I'm like, okay, I'm going like, to follow. Okay, if you're in. Dude. Yeah, nice. I'm like this. The whole time, just in awe? Dude. Oh, what's man. What's going on? What's going on, man? And, like, I, I'm kind of, like, very fascinated by skill and people perfecting their craft. Yeah. Man, there's someone, like, on the violin, like, sizzling that violin, like, crazy. I was just like, that's insane. What the? Oh, yo, for two hours, man. I couldn't that's believe wild. it. That's wild. Oh, couldn't man. Couldn't believe it. That's sick. But the trip was so cool, man. Like, yeah. 
you see such a different and like it made me appreciate so much more what we have in Ontario. So we yeah, did that trip. Sure. We did that trip. We were and it's basically like we were traveling, walking around with our friends and like shenanigans every day to see and like travel. Which was yeah. great. It's the way to go. And with basically no plans, small ideas of what we wanted to do. That's perfect because I think the way I'm similar to what it sounds like you are when you're when you're overseas or traveling anywhere really new that's not where you were born is, and even I try to do it a bit here, but it's tough here, right? Especially where you grew up. But it's um, when you don't have a plan, it means anything can happen. Yeah. Right. But if you're like, no, it's we can't go watch the opera. We got we got this reservation at the. Relax. Go see, you know. And it, and it was weird because it was my first time taking the plane across the ocean. Oh, jeez. And I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, let's go. And <laughs> we just basically had no plans, had a good time, and it was it, definitely like just breathtaking. Yeah. Like from what we saw, and like I, you were in Germany, right? You said. Yeah. Um. There's a. I saw a picture a lot of, of the places, dude. A bridge. A, a picture of, places, of the bridge. Like, yeah. Breathtaking. Yeah, that was in uh, that was in Germany. Yeah, yeah it was close to uh, close to Austria. Yeah, because I'm uh, doing maps. Um, have you like we went to see uh, like so many cool experience like to experience with friends, but you're also like, oh my god, this this is actually a real thing. We yeah. saw a concentra- We visited a concentration camp. No, what and was man, that like, dude, couldn't walk, couldn't walk. Like you don't mm. like. So- I couldn't walk. I was so emotional. Oh, yeah? Like, okay. it just, like, that way, yeah. my gut felt, I was like, oh, my God, what the hell happened? This is intense. Like, that's real. It's real. It's like, real. you, you listen, you read about. books, you re- history class, and you're like, oh, God, this is actually a real, real thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's crazy. Yeah. The opera was, like, and then you have, like, the, the, like the, my trip is basically three things like the game seeing her her yeah. game that was really oh I cool. can imagine and because we were going That's to it. see her play at Ottawa U and we just get blasted and just chirp people and yeah yell, like what fans are doing yeah then we watch her so that was really cool to get back to the the roots of the like French to do that except in Austria yeah like, oh my God. That's insane then uh, the opera was really wild yeah the hot um, sick. The concentration camp was a very big eye opening on like gratitude more, like be grateful for what you have yeah. and like, see seek out opportunity, try to like have a bit more reflection of things. Cool. And cool Lucerne was like uh Lucerne we were there at the same time as the carnival. Nice. Like a very, very traditional carnival and we're like, Oh my god, this is lit. Yeah. Eh but very, very like incredible. I don't know for you for like I just I was yeah. just like came home and I was like this was wow. That was the best experience of my life. Yeah, I think that's something that a lot of people who don't travel are missing. I think that's the it. There's a click of maturity that happens when you go through an experience that's so out of your element that, and it's not so much just like oh, it's a one-time couple. Like it's an hour. You go do this, for example. Like I do skydiving. That's like an hour. You have this experience, you go, it's crazy, it's cool, it's out of body perspective, all this stuff, it changes you. Now, it's not nearly to the crazy level, but it's basically you go on this crazy, like, I was overseas for about six weeks, so that's insane. It's a matter of like, hey, every single day, every hour, every minute, every moment is something that you're not used to, right? Something that's like, it's new people, new culture, new place, new food, new country, new city, 
every single different day and it's like this there's it's an overwhelming amount of uncomfortability that I think you and it's cool to hear what you took away from most of it but it's what you're able to see and then how you use all of that to transition to the way you see the places that you're so used to living in that I think a lot of people are missing in their maturity and I think that's super cool that that's something that you took away you're like man it's just gratitude is the most of it because that is huge that is the thing that I think when shows blow up when people do these really cool things they talk about being grateful for it I think that's the biggest part about it yeah. and that's why I think a lot of like success goes to some people's heads where it's like they do really well to make a lot of money to feel good there's like an arrogance to it it's like well there's no perspective there there's no great gratitude there's no like it's like oh I made it here look at all the school I'm like yo you had help yeah. relax you had help you were focused you did your thing congratulations Where's the perspective, right? Where's the gratitude? That's really cool that that was what you took away from it. So, so my question for you, because I've I've had started that practice a bit on a day to day basis now, since that trip. Yeah. What do you do to like challenge that comfortability comfortability that you're having, or like try to challenge that uncomfortable feeling that you have here? Ooh. So how do I bring that out kind of here? Right? Yeah. Hmm. That's just me asking that question because yeah. like because you've had six no, weeks. I love that. Yeah. There's a lot of hmm, stuff like, not to the extent of how it felt when I'm doing those experiences, but similar to this, like what this is right now, or even like with doing the podcast, I, and this is in no way comparable to like six weeks overseas in new countries and stuff, but this is something little that in comparison, at least that. I never met you before in person. So I'm meeting somebody new in person. I have this show that first time I'm doing in person this year. There's, I have to make sure everything works. And there's a lot of little things that kind of make me not anxious, but nervous that I need to be confident I prepare for it, right? There's little things like that. There's pushing myself in different things where I'll have like a battle, oh, I could do this or I could do that. A lot of times it's, in this country, in this lap past year was a good example where I picked, like I went on a solo kayak trip on like this island overnight in this lake. I'm familiar with the area, but not so much by myself. I'm always used to a group of people. So doing little things like that and then things that I'm not really used to doing or things that more so that I see people doing online and I'm like, I could do that. It's just trying different things that you're, you see, but you know you're not good at. If you know you're not good at something, and all of a sudden you go into that, that puts you in that out-of-body experience. Example, if I were to ask you, hey man, like after this, like let's go do a show, like let's go, like if, say for example, right, not today or another day, tonight, whatever, it doesn't matter, we do a show, and then after, I'm like, okay, before or after we do your show, let's, I want you to teach me how to power clean, because I don't know how to do that that example of that where it's like you who I who I know I like to think well enough for the amount of time we've spoken or the amount of times we've spoken but then not knowing Pat and then having like meeting new people at the same time learning a new skill and then having a conversation where I know it's not going to be edited to make me sound good is tricky like dude if I say something that sounds stupid I'm gonna cut that whole part out I'm probably not I'm more <laughs> lazy with that kind of stuff but so all those little things I try to do in groups, right? It's like if I go to meet this person, like I had uh, my buddy Ben Kovla on the show way back when. Shout out to Ben, love the guy. He, I was like, hey, can you do like a, 
like an Eskimo roll in a kayak. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, can you teach me? And he's like, yeah. And then we finished episode, the episode, and he's like, when do you want to go? And I was like, I can go now. And he's like, I'm good now. And I'm like, okay, here we go. So I had an hour and a half conversation with somebody who I have, who I never actually had a conversation with before this. And this is way, this is like episode five, right? So I didn't do like the meet up with them before or anything, right? So I'm doing this thing, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. And then he teaches me how to do it in his boat, his kayak, his paddle, his lake, his house. And I'm like, so many little things. And I try to do that with each, not so much each guest, but each experience where it's, I'm going overnight by myself. Place I know, but I don't know what the lake's going to be like. I don't know what anyone's going to be like. I don't know what the weather's going to be like. I don't know what I'm really planning to eat. Like, how am I going to do this? A lot of, I try to create situations and experiences where there's a lot of unanswered questions and put myself out of an element where I know I'm not going to be able to like get the power cleaner, the clean and jerk right away, right? So it's like, well, okay, well, there's all these things. Well, what do I learn about this? How do I figure that out? There's all these little things that kind of come up where I'm like, with this, where it's like, okay, I show up at the gym. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or with, with the Zoom podcast, it's like, there's... Mm, elements to it where I don't get to control what their connection's like. Yeah. I had Buddy on, uh, like, my episode with Garth Mullins. There's 25 minutes where we're trying to make the Zoom connection work. We didn't end up doing it on my laptop. I did it on my phone. He recorded it, emailed me the file. That's how, like, bad the connection was. Oh, wow. We tried Skype, Instagram, didn't, nothing worked. So we're trying all these things, and then that's, I'm there like, oh, my God, I don't know. And I have this guy who <laughs> runs this advocacy program for opioid users in Vancouver and I'm supposed to talk to him and he's getting frustrated and I'm getting frustrated. It's like those little things that I didn't plan or those experiences that I created, I was nervous enough to begin with, let alone meeting somebody new who I look up to. So all those little things I try, I can attribute to similar feelings. Yeah. But then that's also where like the travel bug bit me and I'm like, all right, where am I going next? Yeah. <laughs> that's why I'm like, man, when you came in, I'm like, man, let's go to Toronto, like Ottawa, Kingston, Barrie. Let's do all these places, because then it's like, I don't know how it could go. I don't know if it's going to be it's, receivable. It's a thing, yeah. yeah. Who? What are people going to say when I ask them to come on? Are they going to see it and just ignore it? Are they going to be involved? Are they going to see it and respond later? Who knows, right? It's these little things I find that I try to create here, but I still haven't. I don't know about like trying to do things there. Like I did a lot of longboarding in Europe, so I try to bring that here and a longboard here, here and there, but. It's different. Mm -hmm. It's not quite the same, but I try to pair yeah. up things. So nice yeah, little things like that. Nice. Nothing crazy. Just the little things, right? That get you out of your comfort zone. Or yeah. Like for me, important. like my the easiest thing. It's like one night I'm gonna try to have like three hours of sleep. Smart. Just like function on three hours of sleep. Interesting. Cause like what? right now I'm like I'm pretty grateful to the life I'm having yep. as an entrepreneur and like last year before COVID. I was I was wrestling four different jobs, team no sleep, trying to create my business, working forty hours a week there, forty hours, and yeah. and now like that I have the choice to like work when I want, and like still explore different ideas of like the sixty hour work week. I'm like, okay, we're this week we only have like twenty hours of work. Okay, cool, that's a great that's a small week, but like in that week you're gonna function with three hours of sleep this week. Huh. Because you may need to. Because I need to be ready when it happens. Huh. Interesting. So, like, it, I, I do the same thing for my training session. So, sometimes I'm going to train early morning, mm -hmm. min, midday, or, like, after supper, or, like, after, after supper. 
Yeah. Like, 10 o'clock plus. Oh, jeez. Just because, like, you don't know when it's going to happen, and you don't know. Like, just That's smart. Like so that, it's, like, bro. more, like, for training-related, or, like, if I get to compete, I'm like, oh, well, yeah. we're going to train tonight. Like, you're going to compete at 10 p.m. Ontario time, or whatever it is. Yeah. Like, when I'm going to be able to travel again to competition. Fingers but, crossed. It's sooner <laughs> or later, yeah. Uh, compared to, like, in front of a computer. But, like, sometimes I'm just yeah. going to be, okay, well, today we're functioning on two hours of sleep. Three hours of sleep. Interesting. That's cool. Oh, but you get it. I could get a nap midday. So just to like remember myself, like right now, Pat, you're grateful to have a small week of like not working too much. But we got to make it come a bit harder just to like remind yourself. That's sick. Yeah. So sometimes, like at least once a week, I try to do something like that, or something so uncomfortable. Yeah. To to remind me, like, hey, man, you're very grateful to the life you have right now. I like that a lot. That's cool that you do that, dude. I don't think enough people do that. But that's interesting that that's what you do. Huh. That's cool. Wow. I'm trying to let that sink in because I think that's something that's super important that I almost like, I want to implement. Because it's not something like little things. It's like, that's something severe. You're yeah. like, I'm only going to do two hours of sleep. I'm like, two hours? What do you do for oh. like that other 20 yeah. You're like training at midnight. I'm like, what is this game? That's crazy. How do you, how does that like how do you feel that's been so far? So I've been doing that at least once a month right now, and it's been really cool. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Cool. Oh, today you're only having three hours of sleep. That's fine. Hmm. And just like okay, cool. What you're gonna do? I'm gonna intake so many caffeine, like the pump juice. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. bring, bring back the pump juice when Jeez. I need to. But it's it's just to like create that uncomfortability of like okay, you're very lucky to have the life you have right now. Yeah. But sometimes we need to make it just a bit harder. Huh. Like, man, like, like we're, we're pretty lucky. Like, the, like yeah, my job, I, I, like, I work when I want. If I want to work more, I work more. Yeah. Um, but I kind of, like, oh. if I, if I, like, last week I had a really, really busy week in massage therapy. I think I saw the most client in my, this nice year, dude. since this year happened. Nice. Since January. And I'm like, oh, shit, like, that's a really good work week. That's sick. Have, make sure you have the eight hours of sleep, like get the good routine in because mm-hmm. you have a busy week. You got to have a big output, not only for work wise, for like massage therapy, training, other jobs. You got to match it with everything. Yeah, I got to match it. But this week I'm having a super light week. Yeah. I'm like, okay, you got to make sure you don't sleep that much though. Because like, even though like if let's say like last week I would have more and more and more. I would have been able to sleep eight hour plus. Well, okay, you got to be ready for when that happens. Interesting. Yeah. I like that, dude. That's a cool thing that you do. I think that's underrated. I think creating those moments are super underrated. And that's something that's very, very... I look up to that, dude. That's really cool. That's really cool that you do that. So, like... That's smart. And, and I look at it for, like, big, big reflection. In high school... First two yeah. years of college, three years of college, I was like, ah, whatever. I'm going to sleep yeah. in. I'm going to work. It's easy. It's easy. Mm-hmm. And then you go, and then you're like, oh, things are so much easier now. Yeah. Like, oh, right now, oh, you mean I got to work to pay my bills now? Okay, I'm going to work until my bills are paid today. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, just to teach. Like, when do we force ourselves to do something uncomfortable? Yeah, rarely. So, just to challenge that discomfort for me once in a while I'm like I'm loving it you need it eh yeah nice yeah that's awesome dude do you have any like overall as we kind of conclude the show today do you have any kind of like overall lessons or experiences or like a message you want to share 
My favorite one, like, it's nobody cares. Nobody cares, eh? Nobody cares. Like, I could huh. put a post on Instagram and, like, get the double taps and I'll feel great about myself. But, like, at yeah. the end of the day, like, the only person that care, like, are a very small group of people that are surrounding me. Mm-hmm. But nobody cares if I go train at midnight. Yeah, those little decisions those, that... Those little decisions. Nobody cares if I have huh. McDonald's. Like, nobody cares about this. But yeah. I, if, if I do care enough about what I want to do... I won't do this. I see. Interesting. So like that's cool. That discomfort thing mm-hmm. about like sleep for me, like nobody cares about this. I'm the only one like caring I want the life I really want. So I'm gonna do what sucks the most to be where I wanna be. That's awesome. That's right? awesome. Like, yeah, that's smart. That's really smart. And hey man, it works. Oh man, like so it far ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> yeah. Keep going. And it, it's hard too, right? Like we get so comfortable, so like Try to challenge that discomfort and like one thing, and I've learned to challenge that discomfort, like that comfortableness, even more with the running. Like you got to go out. The first, the hardest step is going out. Yeah, it's true. Like it's not showing up at the gym and like rolling for an hour with someone. It's like putting the car in drive at minus twenty. Yeah, it sucks. And the car is cold. The car is cold. You're right? cold when you show up. And you're like, Ugh. This sucks. It this does, sucks. Yeah. But sh- like enjoying that this suck is like the the thing. Like, we're gonna, like, I didn't enjoy, I didn't took enough pride in, like, sucking or, like, being bad or yeah. forcing that discomfort when I was young. So, like, now I'm challenging now as much as I can so I could be better. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Nice, dude. That's, that's a very intelligent way of looking at it. I think, because I've heard similar things with, like, oh, people just don't care. It's like, yeah. But the way you're approaching that, and the way you your outlook on that is huge, and I don't think I think it's underrated. I think a lot of people need to hear what you're saying and apply that specifically because I think that's something that's it's worked for you. It's been like similar minds have worked for me and stuff like that. So I think that's something that's fascinating, and I look forward to seeing how that develops oh. with you. So I think that's super cool, dude. And, and like at the end of the day, we're all here for making our own. That's it. Like, so like, we just want, we just want all those things on that watch. Yeah. To be checked. Yeah. Like That's it. This is the checklist. You don't yeah. care. You just care. Like, hey, do I? Am I doing well today? And that's fine. Yeah. But you don't care what's on the watch. I do care about what's on the watch. But if like that, to an extent. Yeah, right? I was about to say to an extent because I think like the homie is gonna be caring. Be like, hey, did you do this today? Did you yeah. do that? And that's fine. But like, peop- other people like, they won't care about this. No, you're right. I think the overall, like, the general public doesn't. Like, there's that general public, and then there's people who are like-minded, similar, where it's like, hey, my goals are this, your goals are that, but I'm like, yo, you killing it today, dog? Yeah, all right, let's fucking go. Yeah. You know, shit like that. So it's like, all right, cool. So it's like, yes, there's a level of give a shit, and then there's, it's no one can really ever care about your things as much as you, right? Exactly. So. so that's cool. Yeah, but that's the biggest thing. And then that's the awesome. other one would be, like, the other big message would be, like, Dive deeper. What way? Dive deeper in anything. Neither dive deeper, deeper in understanding. Like, be the best server. Understand what's on the menu and what tastes good and what tastes bad. That's cool. I like, like that analogy. Dive deeper in, like, for me, I could dive so much deep in other courses in massage therapy and what's what's not. Mm-hmm. But I, or I could just double down on my effort and what I know and dive deep, deep, deep in this until I gas the concept as best as I can. Nice. I like that. So, don't be afraid to dive deep. Like, we all... We all read the first line of the book and we're like, oh, okay, cool.
cool next book. Yeah, we got it. Yeah. yeah no, read the whole thing. Read the whole thing. Do your research. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Dive deep and nobody cares us suddenly. That's it, eh? Yeah. Dude, where can people find you? What's your um, uh, easiest, way? Easiest way to find me, it's on Instagram, at the story of Patty B. I share pretty much uh, my weightlifting content, massage therapy, and uh, my life, because at the end of the day, it's a story. <laughs> it's the story that that's I want like to it's share. A personal brand. Yeah. yeah that's and, awesome. And if not, uh, in my link tree on Instagram, that's pretty much easy. Nice, dude. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate your time. Uh, I appreciate like your uh, gratitude and uh, showing up here today, man. I had a blast learning from you. So Thanks, man. Appreciate yeah. it, brother. It's good to have you on. Yeah, man. And awesome. You're going to come on the double pipe, dude. I could not be more stoked, <laughs> man. Like I love it. Like I have so many stories pocketed just for what I believe your dynamic is, and I'm like, oh. This is gonna be good. You gotta be a good kid. I'm excited. I'm excited to be Pat. I'm excited to hang out more with you. So this will be good. So, thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, subscribe, like, do all that good stuff, and uh, we'll see you later.